Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sounds very serious when he said that. Like, he's laughing. He's laughing. Oh, you laugh? Yeah, it's like you can tell it's like laughing when he said it. It doesn't look like my phone was laughing. No comment. <laughs> you have no issues whatsoever. No. Welcome back to part two of Housewives Friday on Saturday, Real Housewives of Miami edition. Another penultimate episode I wasn't even aware of until they said at the very end of the episode that next week is the finale. So we're wrapping up here. I'm nervous. I'm not nervous because I've just been so like overwhelmed and overstimulated by all the good Housewives franchises that I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're about to have like a months long break of franchises that generally speaking, I don't really give a fuck about like New Jersey, eh, you know, like I really could, they could drop New Jersey today. I'd be fine. I'd forget about it by Wednesday. You know, like it would be, it would be nothing to me, but we're going to have like a little bit of a lull. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, to be honest with you. I'm excited about Summer House. I'm excited about Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Ooh, I, this is like my time to shine. I love our summer shows. I love our, our kids' shows, so to speak. So I'm into it. Um, do we have some announcements before we start the show? Yes, we do. You guys, if you are not following me or subscribing to me on Patreon, you can find me at patreon.com slash ebbm podcast every february we keep it very blackity black over there so this month i am recapping season one of blood sweat and heels you can find it on netflix um breaking that whole season down into three separate episodes the final week is going to go towards wendy williams two-part lifetime documentary that's coming out at the end of the month I think it comes out the 24th and 25th so it's going to be out the week uh, i think the 28th so check that out you guys and um oh <laughs> should we talk about larsa and marcus and what's going on with them now i guess so you know this is kind of the blessing of of recording things uh off schedule is that the universe always provides a path and a way and something, some little nugget of information happens. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad that I waited because then I wouldn't have been able to talk about this. So as you guys know, maybe you don't, 
because the Super Bowl was going on. And Larsa, you know, as many super mega A-list celebrities are wont to do, they tend to drop their breakup information in the middle of like a holiday weekend, a Friday, something like that. So it kind of flies under the radar. And so that's what Larsa Pippen, as a, you know, she's to me the funniest person on the planet, decided to kind of drop some major hints as a 49-year-old um, that she and Marcus, there might be trouble in paradise. So she went on Instagram stories. Imagine your 49-year-old. Imagine your mother. Okay, Imagine your mother going on Instagram stories and posting something that was like, uh, do you guys think that your friend should unfollow your partner after you guys leave? After, should your friends unfollow your ex? Yes or no? And put a 24-hour poll up for that. And so everybody's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go see if uh, Larsa's following Marcus on Instagram. Oh, she's not? Oh, interesting. Okay. And then the stories started trickling in about what happened with their relationship, the demise of... Lars Larkus, did they have a couple name? Doesn't matter. Um, and there were stories about like way like Michael Jordan being an issue, um, the age gap being in two different places in their life because Marcus might want to have kids. You know, times time might be up for Larsa. You know, it happens to all of his girls. You know. I'm batter up. I'm not too far <laughs> from that happening myself. We got a couple of years in the game, but still. Um, and, you know, there's just like a whole bunch of reasons why they may have broken up. Now, on Valentine's Day, they were spotted, you know, oddly enough, um, going flower shopping. They were at a florist. I, I don't know what to tell you. Of course, people going to to the florist on Valentine's Day as though those people aren't pulling their hair out to make sure they get their orders out on time. And then right before I sat down to record, People Magazine came back with an exclusive photo set of her, mostly Larsa, mostly Larsa, but Marcus is also there, um, out on Valentine's Day, she's wearing a white floor-length dress and has a big diamond ring on her left hand. Like, again, 49 years old. This is why I think Lars is funny as shit, because, like, girl, what is your life? The fact that she is, like, even thinks to do things like this is so funny to me. God bless her. So are they on? Are they back off? I don't know. I have some theories that I'm going to share a little bit later. Let's get on with the show. We have more news to talk about Larsa, but we're going to talk about two things later, actually. Lord, it's been a big week for your girl. So the episode of Miami begins with Lisa getting her glam done. She's sitting in the makeup chair, getting her face beat on FaceTime with Jody, saying, I haven't even taken a shower yet. She's so stressed out about Lenny. You must feel disgusting. <laughs> like, you've been running around in the Mexican heat, looking for your lip gloss, screaming at people all day. Take a shower, girl. And now you're 
putting an old, another day worth of makeup on? What's happening? Anyway, so we already know she signed this marital settlement agreement, right? Not the official divorce documents, but something has been signed. She doesn't know if Lenny has signed his signed his side of things yet but she's done her due diligence so she's still kind of sitting on pins and needles because there's that court date on monday she might still have to go to like she really doesn't know dr nicole comes into her suite to tell her listen it's obvious that your brain is in fight mode and it's unreasonable that on a three to four day trip with your girlfriends you might turn off fight mode which i might have to disagree with dr nicole there it seems like the perfect Time to turn that off. No? But then after that, Dr. Nicole kind of tries to figure out who in Lisa's life from her biological family might be a support to her. Like, I know you've got some issues with your dad, but what's going on with your mom, your brother? Lisa says her mom is like an old school kind of lady, but she it does happen to be coming down from Canada the following week. And so she's like, you know, I actually don't really know what's going on with my family. And she explains her family dynamic, which she doesn't know if her parents are legally divorced yet. But all through her adolescence and growing up, they never shared a room. They had this very awkward relationship that she thinks they were kind of thinking, oh, we should stay together for the kids. But it was so miserable for her that she moved out of the house when she was 16, had a boyfriend at the time. So the family kind of took, the boyfriend's family kind of took her under their wing. She ended up having another boyfriend at 18, moved in with him, and then she's basically been homie hopping ever since. She's been living with a man, having a man take care of her ever since. And that's like wild. This is sort of the opposite of Luann. Like, you guys know that I think Connors Luann Dillisaps is a perennial baddie. Just like... You know, just sashaying her way from one man, one French man to the next, right? Lisa has really had to scrape and survive. And we got to remember, like, she's Canadian. She got into this country. You know, there was a whole immigration process to get here. And you've just been relying on the kindness. And I do not (laughs) please believe I'm being sarcastic when I say the kindness of men, because I'm sure... Life ain't been no crystals there for Lisa. That's obvious. <laughs> like, I still can't imagine. It's very like um, gilded cage, right? Like a like a golden cage. Is that what they call it? When it's like, yeah, it might be it looks pretty, but at what cost, girl? And then after that, Dr. Nicole talks about how the dynamics between a parent and a child never really change. She's been basically raising her daddy her whole life. That's never going to change. She's being a parent to him, even though he's trying to procreate right now at 70-whatever-the-hell he was before he passed. May he rest, okay? But she is planning on meeting the new girlfriend. And Lisa's like, no, you really got to meet her. Like, meet this woman. So after that, the ladies meet up to go around in these Mexican markets. And Kiki and Lisa do say hi to each other. Like, keep it cute, down to the lobby before they go into separate vans and kind of talk shit about each other, right? So Lisa's telling the girls in her van, like, it it just hurts to know that your friends are annoyed with you. But Kiki's saying, I need Lisa to be more involved. She's telling, like, Alexia Marisol, I need her to ask questions about my life and, like, pretend that she's interested. Alexia and Marisol are like, oh, girl, (laughs) that's never going to happen. Is that what you want? Because you're never going to get it. 
Alexia tells her, I've known her for 13 years. Guess what happened? Marisol, tell her what happened. Marisol, tell her what happened. <laughs> this was so funny to me. Marisol tells Kiki that just the day before, not 24 hours before, how long have, really, let's really put, like, how long the show's been on? Marisol and Nicole, or Lisa, have been on since season one. They've known each other for well over a decade, okay? Well over a decade. Marisol was just like offhandedly telling her at like Pride, oh, I'm going to uh, Scotland with my husband. We're going to renew our vows. And Lisa turned to Marisol and said, wait, who are we talking about? (laughs) I know that like people don't think this relationship with Steve is real, but at least Anna would acknowledge that they are pretending to be in a relationship together. Lisa doesn't even know that this man exists. Who? Renewing your vows. (laughs) That is so wild, Lisa. Like, that is a level of of self-involvement. I think she's ascended into a stratosphere that we have not seen from Housewives before. This is wild. (laughs) It's so, so funny. Uh, And then Alexia says in a confessional, Lisa's always about Lisa. And I think she's suffered from that her whole life. (laughs) I'd like to believe at this point in her life that she would be less selfish, but I'm not going to hold my breath for that. While (laughs) While they're shopping in the markets, Kiki takes Lisa aside to say like, hey, girl, Last night got a little bit heated. Things were said on both sides. I feel really horrible about what I said. And Lisa says, look, we're both guilty of that. Like, I apologize for saying, you know, like, I can't heal your childhood trauma and telling you to shut the fuck up. You know, I was just angry. I'm angry with what I'm going through. I've been a more angry person than ever at this point in my life. All I do is fight with Lenny and I'm sick of fighting. And we come here and I feel like I'm fighting with my friends and I don't like that. So Kiki is like, you know, we're we're in a healing place, all right, in this Mercado. Healing in the Mercado. And, and she's telling her, like, we've been through the same thing. I've been through a divorce, a nasty little divorce, my young kids. We've been through the same things. I love when that two housewives are like, we have more in common than we do differently. And that's why we butt heads, because we're so, we're so alike, you know. <laughs> So they hug, they make up, we're all good. And thank God, because I could not take any more. Were you going to hit me? Kiki, are you going to hit me? Comments from Lisa, I wasn't going to do it, okay? So we, the girls start leaving in shifts. Lisa and Nikki leave first. The rest of the girls stay to have a birthday celebration for Julia and Kiki. Gertie, however, is sick. Been sick. They're hearing her coughing from the hallways like they don't know what's going on. Julia checks in on her while they're she's getting her makeup done. And I think I couldn't I listened twice. Gertie said she was coughing up blue. That's what I heard. So please correct me if I'm wrong, because I know that that doesn't make sense. Like, what does that mean? You're coughing up blue. Huh? So that must she must have said something else. But what was it? Because what I heard was blue. What was it? Phlegm? No. Blood? I heard blue. (laughs) After that, K 
Kiki goes over to Maricel's room because Maricel got a pinata from the market earlier to just pop over with what looked like an Easter basket style purse full of dildos of many colors, like the United Colors of Benetton of dildos. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. They're going to put it in the pinata. Now, this is for Kiki's birthday, right? So why is she shelling out all this money for or they just left over dildos that she had? Because why am I providing for the pinata? This is my birthday, right? That's not how it works. Anyway, they're going to a dinner to meet up with Larsa's uh, t- new tequila line business partners. Girl. <laughs> okay. Larsa lies. Sorry. Larsa says in a confessional that 10 years ago, her dad called her and asked her if she wanted to do a tequila line with some friends of his. But she couldn't commit to it. She was like on her mommy shit. But she, you know, maybe saw how successful her good friend Kendall Jenner's tequila line was doing. She saw the numbers 818 and thought, hmm, well, when he called her, she said, he called, my dad called me again two years ago, and and now she's full steam ahead. So now they've been in the process. She's put $800,000 into this company. So (laughs) Alexia says in a confession, look, I love Larsa. I just didn't like the way she presented this dinner. So, of course, in classic Larsa form, she's upset because people rightfully clocked her for the fact that every event that she has is for her business ventures that we never hear of again. Like the dog collar. What was the dog stuff? Jewelry. The dog collar. There was something else. I don't know. Baby shoes? No, that was Mike from Shaw's Sunset. Basically, she told Alexia, you can't get on to me for using every opportunity as a business venture because I don't have a Todd. And Alexia told her, told her, "Um, y'all don't know what Todd provides for me. So that's very rude, actually. And then Alexia says in a confessional, and I'm right on her side, don't try to act better than me by saying I have a Todd because you had a Scotty for 23 years. And by the way, you're getting half of Scotty's retirement. Hello? Hello? Let me just pause to see how, how many coins that is. Okay, I actually very quickly looked at two different articles and you know, she didn't get as much money as I thought. Both articles said that while Scotty may have made over $100 million over the course of his career, that he was only worth about $20 million by the time they got divorced. So she's maybe worth about ten, which, you know, I'll take it. But I just thought it was going to be a lot more money than that. And she also was entitled to 50%. He played 
for the Bulls from 87 to 97 or something, 98. They got married in 97. So the last year of his uh, uh, tenure <laughs> as a Bull, <clears throat> excuse me, they got married. So she's entitled because it was community property to half of his retirement, his 401k. So he, she also got spousal support, but I didn't see any details as to how much that was. But it's looking like she they're putting her net worth at about $10 million and that his net worth was about 20 when they broke up. All this also just seemed to got seemed to have gotten settled in like June of 2023. So long time, long time. That's really not that much money. You know what I mean? Like I thought I didn't think we were at a Sutton Strack level, but I thought we were a lot closer. You know what I mean? So on the drive to meet up for that dinner for the tequila, Alexia is like, oh, man, I just wish Nicole and Lisa hadn't left. I wish they were still here. And Lars is like, yeah, I know. My partners are going to be so upset because there's only five of us here. And they're like, there's six of us, Larsa. She's like, no, five. They're like, mm, definitely six. And she's like, no, there's definitely five. And they're like, no, six, Larsa. And Larsa just looks over like an inch. She goes, oh, I forgot about Adriana, which is crazy because Adriana is wearing the loudest headpiece with big yellow flowers in her hair like you can't miss her and she's only a row in front of her it's not like they're two rows back how can you not see larsa i would just like to say that even though larsa said in the confessional the whole story about her dad getting her into the business when they get there she introduces this guy named adam to the ladies and she says oh i called adam two years ago and i asked him to do a tequila line so i thought your dad's called you who's calling liar when they're introducing the tequila marisol just dips just like oh i need to get some real liquor goes to find the closest bar that she can find in this restaurant and asks somebody god knows marisol just asks whoever who knows if that person even worked there um get me a double gray goose and some cranberry and a tall glass okay this lady has the nerve to say she doesn't like tequila unless it's in a margarita. And not even really then, because she doesn't like very strong booze. Excuse me? Miss Double Grey Goose? Ma'am, you are a Double Grey Goose. Like, your blood alcohol level is, like, 14 <laughs> at all times. What are you talking I don't like hard liquor. Girl, the ABV, the alcohol by volume, can't be much different from vodka to tequila. Let's, let's not act like we're sudden, suddenly a virgin. Girl, get out of here. <sighs> she, girl, <laughs> what happened to your cockies line? What happened to your cockies? So they're having a good time, all the girls, for like, I don't know, four minutes or so. And then Larsa turns to Alexia and's like, I, you know, I know we butted heads. To which Alexia goes, well, no, I didn't butt heads. You butted heads with me. I didn't do anything. And Larsa goes, no, I just really wanted you to support me on this because like, I worked really hard. And Alexia goes, well, we all work very hard. We all do different things, but we all support each other. So cheers. Cheers to Marisol's cockies and to Frankie and Alexia, the beauty bar and Adriana, your musical career, I guess. And Adriana goes, may all our dreams come true. <laughs> Alexia says in a confessional, I know. Lars has been working hard with her tequila brand for, you know, like two minutes. But 
you know, I would also like her to respect the fact that we all work hard. But she's, she says she's a hustler. She's the one, she's always out working. She's a businesswoman. But if she wants my support, she's going to have to be nice about it. And I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of with her on that. So before they sit down for dinner, Larsa does the speech about how she called her business partners. Because I feel like Miami is like Atlanta, but like hot and I don't know. What I'm trying to say is I feel like everybody in both of those cities have like 50, 11 jobs. They're, they're like, I work in PR and fashion and I'm a DJ and I have a jewelry line. Like they're all juggling a lot of things. So her being like, this is normal. Oh, I talked to my tequila line business partners about, oh, I need necklaces <laughs> with the logo of our jewelry brand. And somehow they were supposed to procure this. But she says that she wanted to get six of the pieces, but she can only get three of them. Y'all, did you guys see that that just looked like a vagina? Like full on labia majora and the labia minora on the inside. How did they not see that? How do you? That was like the first thing I saw was like vagina. I was like that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme, just pointing at the TV like, what? (laughs) Pussy. (laughs) Pussy pendant. (laughs) Wild. Loris is so funny. So the three people who were graciously bestowed with this Aluha tequila, I don't even care, necklace, um, she decides to give it to Alexia, Julia, and Kiki because it's their birthdays, right? Now, I caught a couple bits of Watch What Happens Live, one of which was Andy asking, it was Adriana and Julia there, asking Julia how many times she's worn that necklace since she was gifted it. She's like, oh, I have not worn it since since that night. So (laughs) Kiki says in a confessional, Larissa, I gave you a diamond necklace on your birthday, but the diamond necklace that you just gave me is a diamond necklace with your tequila brand. So I'm just like a walking billboard. That's crazy. Now, this leads us to Larsa actually, before the episode aired, responding in an Instagram story like she does to what Kiki said about this. So Larsa writes, I work really hard. I gifted my friends diamond necklaces, and instead of appreciating the thought, they talked trash poop emoji. Unbelievable. I'm a giver. What have you ever given me besides BS at Alexia at Kiki Barth? <laughs> and then Larsa, excuse me, Kiki responded with a little um, quote from Chelsea Handler, okay, who says, It's been my experience that people who make proclamations about themselves are usually the opposite of what they claim to be, which... Irony. Um, so then she reposted what Larsa said and then the caption, she says, yes, a hard worker like we all are. Yes, a good friend, as you keep having to remind us. <laughs> you keep talking about what a great friend you are and what a great person you are. And that's usually the people who are not those people. So that's how you clear a bitch. And once again, I'm screaming, give Kiki a mojito. So we finally sit down for this dinner. And Larsa plays a little game of let's have a woman's empowerment moment and ask what ladies, like, look around at the table, which quality from each of the ladies would you want to take 
from for yourself, right? And when it's Adriana's turn, she licks the rim of her glass and looks right at Larsa and goes, I would take Marcus. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Which brings me back to Watch What Happens Live. Um, Adriana said that she manifested Larsa and Marcus breaking up. And then when Andy was like, are you serious? Would you still actually date him? She's like, yeah, he's hot. <laughs> Adriana. I need you to just, like, calm down a little bit, okay? I, I don't think that, and I, I know you, you don't hold a mojito, but I don't think your place on Miami is going anywhere, so you can just, like, pipe down, like, 10%. <laughs> She's messy. Actually, don't do it at all. I'm having fun. So, then after that, um, oh my gosh, what happens after that? Oh, okay, so, <laughs> they ask Larsa, like, you know, how is it going with the relationship with Marcus? How's it going with his family? What's going on with that? And Larsa goes, oh, well, you know, I posted a picture of Marcus and I earlier, and his mom commented with three hearts on it. And Alexa is like, well, okay, you know, I feel like maybe the mom's more important than the dad, just saying, right? Like, we're worried about Michael, but it seems like the mom is fine. Julia says in a confessional, she's a little pot stirrer, and we, we appreciate her for that. She says in a confessional, it's totally fine if you want to keep some parts of your life a secret for the girls, but Larsa does it a lot. You know, it's pretty obvious she's hiding something about this relationship because she's avoiding, avoiding the questions. Marisol gets up because she's leaving. You know, we keep leaving in shifts saying she's leaving. She's going on her summer vacation. Her vow renewal with Steve or whatever his name is. And then she decides to pass out all the dildos before she leaves, which some reason upsets Adriana because she's like, you guys, this is an establishment. This is a business. We don't really need to be swinging dicks around right now. But then Marisol gives her a vibrator because she's trying to be conscientious because she's like, I know you don't like dildos and you're more of a vibrator girl. So she gives her a little like pocket rocket kind of thing. And then Adriana gets more upset. She's like, what am I going to do with this little thing? Thanks. But then all of them, once the birthday cakes come out, are just like smashing cakes in each other's faces, putting whipped cream all over their contour, and just like rubbing the dicks on their cheeks. And Adriana didn't seem to have any problem with that. That's the dichotomy and also the beauty of Adriana Demora, And we love her for it. Make no mistake. So that's the end of our Mexico trip. We head back to Miami. Alexia and Frankie go to one of Frankie's therapy sessions and she's talking with like the lady, the head of this foundation who we've seen her talk to before. And I hadn't shared this before, but I have a theory now. I don't think this lady likes Alexia. (laughs) In fact, I think she quite dislikes her and I feel like she doesn't really try that hard to hide it. And this was very evident in this scene. So Frankie's doing his therapy in another room. He keeps getting distracted by Alexia being there. But she's having this conversation with the, the head of the foundation. And the lady had told her last season, you need to work on Frankie being a lot more independent. He needs to be out there getting Ubers and, you know, going out by himself, right? And Alexia was really having a problem with that. So Alexia is telling this woman, I actually told Peter you know, the son about it. And he got upset with me and was like, 
not a chance in hell. He does not need to be taking Ubers. We can more than afford, by we can, I mean you, more than afford to get a driver for Frankie. Like, not happening. So Alexi is telling this woman, at this point, we're just really not psychologically prepared to take that step for the Ubers as a family. And the woman tells Alexia, okay, well, you need to work on that. You know, and like you also maybe need to try to have Frankie alone at home all day. Obviously, they're going to be moving. It sounds like at their old apartment, they had kind of a doorman situation who knew Frankie's situation. They like would friend. He would go down there. They have conversations or whatever. And they're about to move into that apartment that we saw. The apartment with those tiny, tiny little bedrooms. And I maybe like. I need to get a real concept of what that old apartment was with the garage on the inside. How big was that? Because she's saying, I think that apartment they're moving into is like 4,000 square feet. And she's like, this simply won't do. This is like a fraction of what we, where we were living. How big was, was that a place? What's going on with, with the finances? What's going on? But after the meeting, the lady's like, okay, Alexia, you really need to leave. And Alexia's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to the bakery downstairs. She goes, there are plenty of other locations for that bakery. You can go. You need to leave. And by the way, don't come back in next time. And she was being like, not mean, but not nice. Like, it wasn't joking. I think she was dead ass. (laughs) But I think Alexia was like, oh, like she was thinking they were bantering. And that woman was like, no, please actually don't. Please leave my establishment like right now. So... (laughs) Then we go over to Lisa, or to Jody's, I guess, and we find out that everything went through. Lenny officially signed his end. He is officially going to build a waterfront house for Lisa. Incredible. Ironically, as it turns out, the builder that Lenny picked happened to be the same builder that Jody had hired for a home that he wanted to build, but then the pandemic happened And he was like, well, it would just take a lot less time for me to renovate my current space at Adriana's old place than to build a new house. So he scrapped those plans. I guess the builder put it online. Lenny found it and was like, oh, this six bedroom, like, I want to take it. Why Lisa would feel the need to tell Lenny that is beyond me. I just feel like she says too much. Like, I would have maybe kept that part to myself because... The ink is barely dry, girl. I don't think we need to really, like, bring in Jody up, especially when he tried to bring up that caveat that no man shall slumber under my house as long as my children are minors. So how did we work that out? She's like, oh, yeah, Jody, you and Jody are just alike. I hope you're not too much alike. Ha, <laughs> weird. Like, let's not, let's shh. So anyway, they go down because Jody's got a whole like 3D video of what the floor pans would look like in real life. So they're going through the video and when they're done, Jody just looks at Lisa and he goes, well, I just think this might be time to close the chapter and just be, you know, happy. (laughs) Oh, Jody wants to take a bath. He wants to take a full bath without anybody blowing his phone up. I don't know why I think Jody needs baths, but he just seems like the type without anybody blowing his phone up about Lenny this, Lenny that. And I I hope that he got one. I hope that at this point he's had at least one. Okay. (laughs) After that, Nicole meets up with her father and his girlfriend, and it's pretty much exactly what you would expect. Like, she's around the same age as Nicole, I think. And although this woman doesn't have children, She says that Nicole's daddy's been tracking her period, her ovulation. Like, he's on it, right? And he's like, well, I'm going to have kids with her 
or somebody else. Somebody's going to have kids with me. And they both look at him like, excuse me, am I your girlfriend or not? <laughs> they ask, uh, producers ask Dr. Nicole in a confessional, how would you feel about delivering in the same room as your dad's girlfriend? She's like, uh, pfft, that would never happen because I would book my own private suite for my delivery. I'm not going to share a room. Not happening. Never happening. I would rent the whole damn floor before that ever happened. So then Dr. Nicole's like, okay, so are you guys like exclusive? And her dad goes, huh? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And Nicole says, I didn't stutter. Are you exclusive? And their girlfriend goes, yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. And so Nicole's dad is like, oh, no, I told you I'd marry you right now. And the girlfriend's like, okay, but you're not answering my question. Are we exclusive or not? <laughs> I put a ring on your finger right now. Dr. Nicole says in a confessional, listen, I might not understand why this 30-something-year-old woman would want to be with my 70-something-year-old dad, but you know what? If he's happy and she's happy, who am I to judge? Whatever, right? For whatever reason, Julia and Alexia seem to have teamed up for a Cuban-Russian-flavored jam they're selling to farms. I was confused. But anyway, this all serves to have Adriana call them on a FaceTime to say that she, well, Emilio, is hosting a party for her so that she can debut the new song that he produced. So then she goes, wait, did you guys see that stuff about Michael Jordan? What he said about Larsa? And they're like, "Uh, yeah, I think the whole world saw what Michael Jordan had to say about Larsa, girl. So in a confessional, they got all the girls reading this article and what was said. Alexia starts off, she's got on her reading glasses, and says, Marcus Jordan has sensationally revealed he does not approve of 32-year-old son Marcus's age-gap romance with Larsa Pippen. And then Julia's got her glasses on in her own confessional, saying, In a video obtained by DailyMail.com, <laughs> the star was asked his thoughts on um, the romance, to which he laughed. <laughs> And then Gertie, who's not wearing glasses, by the way, I do feel like that's important. She just starts laughing, ah, like doing a Michael Jordan impression, like, ah, ha, ha, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Kiki's just giving a little side eye to her phone. And then we finish by saying, uh, Adriana saying, when asked whether he approved of the relationship, Michael declared, hell no. Actually, he just said no. <laughs> so then Julia tells Adriana, I asked Larsa straight up at that dinner, what was going on? How did Michael feel about your relationship? So I don't know if she's lying to herself or she's lying to us. And Adriana says, well, I'm actually going to play pickleball with her later today. And I have got to ask her about it. (laughs) Then she's like, listen, all I know is that if I were Larsa and Michael Jordan had said that about me, I would not be happy. And at this point, I realized the Bravo celebrities, I'm sure everybody in reality TV or TV in general gets the screeners of their episodes a few days before they air. And I'm thinking the timeline's really matching up, y'all. I think what happened is this Michael Jordan storyline came up and 
Larsa and Marcus watched the episode, and something happened, and it devolved into an argument. Larsa said something passive-aggressive. Marcus didn't like it. Because why, all of a sudden, would we be talking about Michael Jordan's comments being the issue in their relationship if this episode did not factor in? I just feel like that would be a real coinkadink. You know what I mean? A winky dinky. So I think they watched this episode. I think something happened. A comment was made, maybe a couple. And that was it. And then they like kind of broke up. Larsa got into it. Marcus said something. Larsa threatened him with unfollowing him. And then that IG story about should your friends unfollow your ex or no? Yes or no? You have 24 hours. And now they're doing this, like, are we, aren't we game. And I'm happily on the ride, by the way. Like, this is so dumb. So dumb. So stupid. But I'm here for it. <laughs> so our final episode, or our final scene in this episode, are Kiki and Adriana and Larsa going to play what they think is pickleball, but apparently it wasn't. Honestly, I'm not really sure what Adriana said that they were actually playing, but I wouldn't have known the difference anyway, girl, so Whatever. When they're done playing whatever it is that they just played, Larsa shows them a video of all these flowers on her table that Marcus had bought her and how in one of the cards for the flowers, he had written, you're a great mom and wife. And they're like, wife? Oh, that's interesting. So Larsa kind of starts this conversation on her own, but she's starting by like PRing her way out of this like, oh, look at Marcus love bomb me. So you guys aren't going to ask me what's going on with Michael, (laughs) you know? Look at how in love we are. Look, He called me his wife in a, in a card in one of these bouquets. So Adriana is like, girl, um, you're getting a lot of press, right? Have you seen the video? Larsa has the nerve to look at her and be like, see what? What video? Girl. <laughs> and they're like, the Michael Jordan video, Larsa. And Larsa's like, oh, you know, he was laughing. laughing. And he was like, no, and he was laughing. That That's what she said. He was laughing and he was like, no, and he was laughing. So they pull out the phone so that they can watch the paparazzi video of Michael. And Adriana, like... <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Because um, Kiki's holding the phone, like vertically, and Adriana takes the phone from her so she can do it horizontal so they can get a, the best possible view of Michael Jordan laughing at Larsa. Right right in front of her. Roll the footage. Replay. Replay. <laughs> so then they play the video. And Adriana says, well, he sounds pretty serious. And Lars is like, no, he was laughing. And you could tell he was, like, laughing when he said it. So in a confessional, a producer asks Kiki, did it look like Michael was laughing? And Kiki goes, uh, no comment. So Adriana says, Ugh. Okay, so you guys don't have any issues whatsoever? And Larsa goes, no. He was laughing, and I, and I saw him, and he said no when he was laughing. So Adriana's like, okay, so when you're together, like, when you're with Michael, he's cool with you? And Larsa's like, actually, we've never actually been with him. I've never been together with him. And so Adriana says, okay, well, you know, if I were in your place and the father of my boyfriend said this, I would feel a little hurt. Well, I'm not hurt about it because, like I said, like behind closed doors, everything's fine. We're all cool. So Adriana says at a confessional, 
Small Vibes Larsa reminds me of like a little kid that puts a bag over their head and then they think nobody can see them. So, <laughs> so then she's like, she says, everything's cool. She does say, Larsa said, in the beginning, I think, you know, there was shock on both sides when me and Marcus got together, but it's kind of on Marcus to text Michael, text his daddy to say, that wasn't cool. But then she's like, but now we're happy. Like, things were shocking in the beginning, but now we're happy with each other. And it's like, you know, that's what you want. You want your kids and your family to be happy. So then Adriana's like, okay, well, it feels like you try to deflect and be like, oh, this isn't really happening. I'm doing a little Kardashian voice. <laughs> the way Adriana will bring up the Kardashians with regard to Larsa for like, no, out of nowhere. And it rarely makes sense. I don't keep doing it. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. I love it every time. She's like, we can all see it. We can all see it clearly, even though she's doing the Kardashian voice. So Kiki tells Larsa, okay, this isn't really making sense because you're saying that Michael's okay with it, but you're saying he's not okay with it. So who's lying? And then Larsa finally tells the truth in a confessional, not to her girls. This is like really embarrassing to me. And I think like anybody should be saying anything. It's his son, not me. You see what I mean? This is what she got into fighting about. I think Marcus should be sticking up for our relationship. He's not. Marcus probably saw that and was like, excuse me, what are you saying? Or she got upset again. Or she got all into her feelings and they got into a fight and they fake broke up for 18 hours. You see the blueprint in the playbook right there. And yet I'm still, I'm still ready. It's like watching a movie that you've seen time and time again. I know what the lines are going to be coming up. And yet I'm still like, oh, let's do it. Hit play. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then Lars is like, you know what, you guys? Like, I don't want to talk about him. Like, I don't want to call him by his name. I'm like over it. Like, let's go. I'm like over this. He was like laughing and, th and then he, he said no and then he was laughing. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. All right, I'm, I'm done. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank me for speaking. Love you. Bye.